is a kingdom of God prayer. And in this prayer, we are praying rather specifically for those who are in the kingdom of God. Now, since some of you poor souls have had to listen to me, I was thinking yesterday on the way home from Vespers, some of you have had to listen to me preach for 45 years, except for Mary Ellen and my children, who have, some of them have heard even longer than that. But so I've used this illustration probably a half dozen times here at um, St. Athanasius or whatever we were. I was in college, I think I was a junior, and I was very active in InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, and we did a little retreat over to Marin County. Uh, Mary Ellen and I were in that great bastion of, of intellectual dynamism, San Jose State College. And uh, I went on this men's retreat over to Marin County, and the guy leading the retreat, the InterVarsity leader, his guy was really good, a uh, marvelous guy, and he was teaching us about prayer. And so he said, I'm going to teach you about the Lord's Prayer today. And he said, here is how I pray the Lord's Prayer. And he said, I pray it, my Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And I sat there and I said to myself, that is so cool. I just thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever heard. I learned the Lord's Prayer when I was just a little tiny kid. Some of you know I memorized really easily. And so, I don't know, Johnny was probably about three or four when he knew the Lord's Prayer. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I knew it in Greek when I was three. Because my dad was in seminary, and he taught me the Lord's Prayer in Greek. And he would put me up on the mantle, and if I said it correctly, I would jump off, and he would catch me. And if I said it incorrectly, I would jump off, and he missed me. <laughs> but I, I actually remember, this is one of the earliest memories in my life I remember being awakened, you know, and taken out to perform, because... Dave had to have Johnny perform. And so they'd have their seminary friends over, and then Johnny would be dragged out of bed, put up on the mantle, and he would have to say the Lord's Prayer, and I knew the Greek alphabet. And so I'd have to give the Greek alphabet, and I'd have the Greek alphabet in, in, in Greek and the Lord's Prayer. I'm sorry, I said Greek, but I meant the Lord's Prayer in, in Latin. And so uh, I would, no, that's Greek. I'm, when you get 79, you can't remember anything. I got a great memory. Now, I think I got your attention. The Our Father, the closest thing I can come to it, but it's not close, but closest I can come to it, is what Johnny Braun said five days a week for many years. When I went to school, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. That's how my generation started school every day, aware that we were Americans. The way you start your prayer is you start with our Father. It doesn't have anything to do with your earthly citizenship. 
but it has to do with your heavenly citizenship. And what you are doing when you begin your prayer with our Father, the pronoun refers to all of those who are in the family of God, and we want to get very specific, to all those who have been baptized into Christ. It's not a prayer for me. It's okay if you mean it for yourself, okay? It's okay, it's not a sin. But that's not what the prayer is about. When, when the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, he did not say, pray my Father who art in heaven. He said, pray, he actually said, say. For those of you who don't like liturgy because you're just saying things, you've got to argue with Jesus. He said, when you pray, say our Father. Our Father. You are in heaven. It's a prayer for the people of God. Now, in my own personal experience, if I can remember them both, there's two things. Number one, for years, when I was not the pastor of a church, and I was in the collegiate ministry and so on, and was in a different church almost every Sunday, and they would get to the Lord's Prayer, because in Georgia, every church prays the Lord's Prayer on Sunday. And I would get to that, and here's how I would pray it. I would stand it, and I refuse to say it. You know why? Because a huge number of Christians in America are in a system that we call dispensationalism. And they do not believe that the Lord's Prayer is for the church of Jesus Christ. They believe, and they are correct, that it is a prayer for the kingdom. But they don't prayer it because their doctrine is millions of people. They believe that the kingdom of God, they, they believe Jesus came and preached the kingdom, and that the Jews rejected the kingdom of God, and they did. Therefore, God postponed the kingdom. What a silly teaching. But it's believed by millions of American Christians, and I'm not even arguing whether they're Christians. It's a heresy, that's all. But it's even they recognize it's a kingdom prayer. And when they say, we don't pray because the kingdom got postponed. When the kingdom comes in the millennium and all this, then we'll pray. Now, it's for the church. So, we pray our Father. Now, the second thing on this, I used to really struggle. When I did finally start saying the Lord's Prayer, because I would get to give us, give us this day our daily bread. And I thought, so, why am I praying for my daily bread? I'm going to have my daily bread. Never in my adult life was there a question about my daily bread. At least once in my child life, there was a question about it. There was one day when there was nothing in our house to eat. I'm a Depression baby. I was born in one of the worst years of the Depression, 1932. There was nothing to eat. And Mrs. Yancey came across the street with a gigantic platter of tomatoes. Glorious, I remember it. Well, Mrs. Yancey was just God's provision for the bronze that day. But in my adult life, there's never been a doubt about my daily bread. Until I realized I'm not praying for my 
daily bread. I am praying for our daily bread. Now, who is our? It's not limited to those people in this church today. I am praying for everyone in the kingdom of God. I am praying for every, at least every baptized Christian that's living on this earth. And some of them aren't so sure about their daily bread now, are they? They're not even sure about their daily water, let alone their daily bread. So I think all that gets included in the daily bread. My point. When you pray, where we always begin, we always begin, is with our Father. We begin as citizens of the kingdom of God. Are we going to get to our personal needs? Come Friday night. Come Friday night, Father Nicholas is going to introduce it. And we're going to do a thing on the rule of, on a rule of prayer. We begin, though, as citizens of the kingdom. And so we're going to pray. I'm just going to touch on a couple of things. This is grasp. We're going to pray. We pray, our Father, our Father. Oh, if you want to get really picky, it says, the one who is in heaven. And then... I have no problem with the translation, hallowed be thy name. But it happens, this is terrible, it happens to be, it's either a subjunctive or a, it's either a hortatory subjunctive or a passive imperative. <laughs> I just hate it when people use Greek in terms of <laughs> But what it says, if you want to get picky literal, it says our Father, who I said, our Father, who art in heaven, your name, let it be made holy. And I look at that and I say, what do you mean? Why am I praying, let your name be made holy? How am I praying, how would be thy name? Now, folks, it is not God who is in jeopardy of doing something unholy. He's not, I'm not asking the Father uh, to not do something bad. So what's the prayer? It's our Father, who art in heaven. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. The kingdom of God. His name. Let it be set apart. Because that's what hallowed means. It means to set apart. It means to sanctify. It, it is, why am I doing this great stuff? Ayos. The saints. Ayos. Holy. It's Ah, that means not. And ye, that earth. So when, when we sing agios, opeos, agios, atonatos, when we sing that, it's, it's not of earth. By the way, to set apart, that's why when you come to the divine liturgy, that's why when you come to church, that's why when you come to the services of the kingdom of God, that's why the sounds and the sights aren't earthly. This is not an earthly sight. And whether or not you like Byzantine or Russian music or not, it ain't earthly. It's music of the kingdom. And if you want to replace the music of the kingdom with earthly music, find another church. Because we're, we, it's set apart. It's holy. It's unique. It's not of this earth. So we start off our prayer. Our Father. Who art in heaven. 
of being a sexist. Home is not where my mom is. It's where my dad is. It's where my dad is. My dad was the head of my home. My mother was very cooperative. But my mother was not the boss. Johnny Brown didn't grow up in a home that was ruled by my mother. Maybe a little too much so by my dad, because we Germans know how to be oppressed. <laughs> we're trying to take that out of home. Our thoughts. Yeah. Right away I'm recognizing, I'm recognizing that I am a child of God and a son of the kingdom of God. Am I not? Our thoughts. Hallowed be your name. The kingdom of God has it is Father Nicholas did a spectacular thing last night at Vespers, just about a little thing on the, on the kingdom. And last Sunday on the coming of the king, the kingdom's here. It's not here in its fullness, but it's here. Okay. It'll come in its fullness in the age to come, but now it's still here. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. It doesn't mean just in the future. It means your kingdom come and keep coming and keep coming and keep coming and keep coming, and keep coming until you come back, Lord Jesus Christ. Was the kingdom of God coming when Jesus was here? Well, of course it was. The blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the dumb speak. The dead are raised. That's kingdom stuff. The best physicians on earth can't do that like he did. Because the kingdom's physician was here. If I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come among them. Okay. Just a little more. Are you, do you understand where I'm going? Where all this is about? It's about the kingdom of God. It's about how we begin our prayer. It's about how we begin with our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in the other kingdom. The kingdom of this world as it's done in heaven. We didn't like it sometimes, but it was still true. Forty years ago in Isla Vista, or so, I don't know the year, but there was this huge sign, Jesus Christ is Lord of Isla Vista. Well, he was, and still is. Just because Isla Vista didn't recognize it doesn't mean he wasn't king. Because he's king of all. Some of you love that old hymn, Beat Out My Vision, with the last stanza that starts, Hi, King of Heaven, I victory won. Love that. I love that that last stanza the most. Hi, King of Heaven, thy victory won. Who's he going to beat? Everything else. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. People get on us all the time. They get on you, Father Jim. They get on Father Nicholas. They get on anything. What are you doing up there trying to... So you think you can forgive people their sins? Well, yeah, and so do you, because you are praying for the forgiveness of other people's sins, the sins of whom, come on the pronoun.
in the kingdom. Okay? I won't do the rest of it. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Is that for me? Yes. But is it for us? Yes. So you see, when Jesus taught the disciples, pray. This is how he started the teaching. When you pray, say, our are in heaven. If you can grasp this, it will help you so much in your prayer. It will help you as you move into where we're going to go Friday night to personal prayer. If you're in a real jam, I mean, if your life's threatened, don't bother with our Father. It's better to pray one word. Help! But if you've got time, you pray our Father. And when you pray that, honestly, I know we're not supposed to visualize things, and you know, I can't help what I sometimes do. In my daily prayers, I often visualize this room when I say our. And then I say, that's not right. So I toss in St. Anthony. And I toss in St. Barnabas. And I toss in St. Stephen. And then I say, that's not white enough. And then I toss in everybody in America. And I say, that's not white enough. And then I toss in the world. And for some reason, I often think about it. Because there's so much suffering for our people in Africa. As we speak, they are being killed. Egypt being killed. Churches burned down. Ancient churches burned. So when we pray for the Father, we're including the whole family of God. It's a great place to begin your prayer, and it will make you feel so much more secure in your personal prayer, and God will bless you.